We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, Yue Xu, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Kraftchik, as we explore this crazy dateable world. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. Bonus, 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 Ooh, bonus episode for the 2020. new year. I can't believe it's 2020. I can't either. It feels like futuristic, doesn't it? I mean, I feel like all those movies were about 2020. Yeah, and like, here we are. Aliens are supposed to come down and take over. And we have flying cars, and I don't see any of that, so <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. The <laughs> there's nothing of that sort, except we have more dating in 2020. <laughs> I think for this bonus episode, we've been talking about this topic for a while. It's like the state of dating, right? And like, what is happening in the dating world right now? And I feel like by doing this podcast, Julie and I have a really good sense of what's been happening and what's what people are doing to make dating better. So yeah. here we are talking about the state of dating going into the new year. And also we're going to make some future predictions because we're psychic. 
So we did this, um, we'll be airing this episode this season, but we had a really great interview with Tommy Danger Kim from yes. the Tommy Danger Experiment. <laughs> we found Danger the- is his middle name, by is the it? way. Legally. Oh yes. my God, I just thought that was like his stage no, name. No, that's amazing. His, legally amazing. his middle name. So as UA's friend, we met up with him in New York and we did a really great interview with him. It's like two hours long. We'll be condensing some of it for um, our upcoming season. It's on his podcast now though, but he asked us this question at the end that I thought was like so dead on. And so I'm, brilliant. You know, like what is the state of politics, the state of the union, all of that? What is the state of dating? And he really got us to think about everything we've learned, like you just said. And it was a fantastic question because we were like, whoa, we've never been asked that before. Yeah. So here we are because we talk about this all the time, but yeah. we're going to make it more organized. Like official. Our thoughts. Yeah. Official, <laughs> organized. Our state address. Here's our state address. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. The state of dating is. So as we come into the new year, Julie, I think the state of dating really is about reclaiming the old ways of dating. Mm. Because I think in the last two or three years, we saw this dating fatigue with online dating. Everyone's like, I want to get off the apps. You know, we like always hear that from guests. I want to get off the apps. I'm on a dating hiatus. So I think coming into the new year, everyone's thinking about how do I date IRL and how do I date better and not waste my time? It feels like people are a little more intentional Mm -hmm. about not going on like every last date. When like the apps with swiping and such started, it was like a game. Mm. And people were like, how many matches can I get? How many dates can I go on? And now it's like, one, a lot of people just don't have the freaking time. No. The money. There's a lot of different things. Like dating is expensive, especially in like major cities, SF, New York, LA, like anywhere actually. It's not just there. So I think people are just a lot more intentional of who they bring into their lives and not just money and all that, but like their own personal time. Absolutely. And I, I think for a lot of people looking at their dating apps, it gives them so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. They're looking at all the messages they haven't responded back to. They're looking at all the matches that they haven't reached out to. It gives them so much anxiety that I predict. I know we we're saving the predictions for later, <laughs> but I think going along with this state right now is that the future is we're going to have the inbox zero mentality where people want to clear their dating <laughs> inboxes. They just want to make sure they're reaching out to everyone that they match with and they're able to get them offline. Have you ever seen those memes that's yes. like the certain person that inbox zero yes. and then the person that's like a zillion, which is totally me. I'm like, me never too. in box zero. But I feel like at least for myself in the last six months, since I've been like heavily using apps, mm-hmm. it's been a lot more manageable. Like I definitely have met a lot of people. And I think like on average, I probably go on like one date a week, maybe two. Mm-hmm. It's not super overwhelming, but it's like got into a place that it's good that you can fill yeah. your pipeline with new people and like been constantly meeting. I've been doing a lot more discernment before actually meeting up. And that's not just looks. If you match, it's baseline looks. But like, it's really the conversation that happens. Sure. And like little things too, like, oh, you're not asking me a lot of questions about myself. Mm-hmm. Things like that, that I'm like, is this person a curious person? Are they someone that wants to really get to know someone else? What's so funny about that is back in the day when online dating first started, their selling point was don't put all your eggs in one basket, yeah. right? It was yep. like diversify your portfolio because then you'll get the most return out of it. But 
now I think people are thinking I need to spend more time、yeah. on the people I match with if they go through these initial filters because that's the only way I can get to know someone. Is、yeah. that I think the future of dating is that we are going to be more mindful when it comes、totally. to dating and be more selective in who we meet in real life. I remember like having the mentality of oh you just don't know until you meet someone, which、mm-hmm. there's definitely still true to that. Like you'll never know a hundred percent until you meet it. In real life,、mm-hmm. but I think like how I've changed personally, and I've definitely seen this with other people too, is like I want to like feel excited about the date. So、yeah. like I want to get to know you. I want to put you in my phone as a person, not、mm-hmm. just like as a random number until I meet you. And I Bob think, Tinder, yeah. <laughs> and I think just in general, like people have expressed that they're just getting less messages and matches than historically, and I think that's actually maybe for the best because then you can actually try to get to know someone and get excited. About dates, is that was something that people said was missing? Is this just very much? I'll just show up. One of our past guests from like season two, Mika. I don't know if you remember that、oh, one. Of course, how she would just integrate people into like going grocery shopping, doing all the stuff that all just, the errands. Yeah, and it's like because you were trying to pack in all those dates. But I feel like nowadays people are a lot more like, okay. I'm gonna have like this one date that I go to,、mm. and I'm gonna like give that person a shot. So there we go. Another prediction for 2020: quality over quantity. Yeah, it used to be about how many. Matches I can get, how many dates I can go on in a week. Now that's no longer a way to brag about dating. Like nobody cares how many matches、right. you get anymore. It's not impressive, but it's more impressive that you go on a second date, third date, a fourth date. It's more about the depth of the、yep. dates as opposed to how many matches. You know what else is interesting? There's a lot of these niche sites coming out. There's、yeah. Dig, the dog lovers dating app, that and like Dave Mendrea、yes. on <laughs> one of our past guests. Yeah, and there's just like some other ones too, like just a Wide range of them,、mm-hmm. and I think there actually could be a shift more to that、mm. than like the mass quantities. And even like for example, Hinge, I feel like is definitely a little more fine tuned to like people that are looking for relationships.、Mm-hmm. It's not niche like in the sense of like a specific characteristic, but it's not like mass quantity swiping apps like Tinder and like Bumble have become. Well, that is what OkCupid came out with years ago. I mean, they were so ahead of their time when they did the research and the reports saying the people. Who had the best matches were the ones who had a niche interest. Yep, like the yep. the goth people who liked snakes. You know, like they got the most matches and the best match rate because they were able to find each other. The very unattractive people actually got the least amount of matches because people would think, well, this person's too attractive. They probably match with everyone, so、right. then they don't swipe or they don't want to match with them. Right. So niche is the way to go. Yeah, but then don't you think that feeds into like what is your niche interest? Now everyone's gonna have to think about what that is. Now. It can't just be like travel and、no. and food <laughs> and yoga. What would be yours? Oh God, <laughs> this is why it's so tough. Oh God, okay,、yeah. cool. That, that Christian Christian to, singles is Christian mingle. I don't know. Maybe it's like podcasters. That's interesting. Fellow podcasts or creative people, I would like content creators. I would like to meet other people that have a creative interest. It doesn't have to be the、That's、exact same thing. What、oh. would yours be? I mean, dogs is one. So Dig was they were really smart about that. But what about like first time dog owners? Yeah, kind of that、Get、vulnerability. <laughs> really niche. First time little white dog it's owners. It's gonna be so niche that you're the only one on the website. <laughs> Great, I match with myself. This is wonderful. I really think that is gonna take off in 2020 for anybody starting new apps or dating services. The more niche, the better. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think what's definitely been a trend of 2019 and Mm -hmm. going into 2020 is that anything fucking goes. Oh my God. And I think like before you would assume (laughs) that like anyone on a dating app was like looking for a relationship that would lead to marriage, that would lead to children. And that is like anything but the case anymore. Like, I don't know. It's all over the map. Like we've talked to a lot of like polyamorous Mm -hmm. couples. We've talked to triads. We've talked to unicorns. We've Mm -hmm. talked to like the whole gamut. But even if you're more on like leaning towards the traditional sphere, just because you maybe one day want marriage doesn't Mm. mean that that's what you want right now. People are so like focused on themselves and like getting their own house in order. Mm. It feels like there's a lot of that. And I think some of it comes back to like economic conditions, which a lot of people have pointed out, which is super interesting. People just being like, hey, I don't have enough money to go on dates. I want to just make sure I'm self-sufficient before I partner with someone else. There's just a lot of those dynamics happening, which is very fascinating because you definitely don't think about that when you think of dating trends. And I wish people would think about that. Even if you had the means to go on a date every day, you should budget out your (laughs) dating life. Like for the month, give yourself some sort of budget, 500 bucks. And therefore you'll be more selective on who you take on on dates if you budget out. But I think what the point you're making is almost like I think about it, it's a little bit contradictory to the other trend we were talking about, which is people are being more mindful and spending more time with like one person. And now we're saying they're going to be more open to other types. So I think where we can um, marry the two is that people are going to be more open to different types. They're just going to spend more time trying to figure out if they like that type or not. Right. So it's almost like dating at like a scientist, like Logan's episode. My thesis is I may like this type that I've never tried before. And let's, let's give it a whirl for a month. I know that is definitely some feedback of challenges though, that it's already so hard to find someone that kind of like matches you on so many levels. And then you're entering a world where someone might be polyamorous and you're very much monogamous. Let's say you tried it out or that's just your value. You really don't fundamentally believe in it. Yeah. It's definitely a challenge that we're kind of dealing with that definitely didn't happen in past generations of being like, so are you married? Oh, wait, (laughs) but it's okay because, you know, but then also like, I don't want to be involved with that because that's not what I'm looking for. It's just a lot of filtering that needs to happen. Things were so black and white back in the day. Oh my God. If you had a ring on your finger, you were off the market. And that's all I needed to know. Not the case. Now it's like, (laughs) Do you have a ring on your finger? Oh, is it on that finger? Oh, now it's on this, the other finger. Is that the ring that it's from your marriage? Oh, that's from your primary partner. <laughs> like you were saying, anything goes is not so black and white. So we have to ask more questions nowadays. Totally. I, we've talked to a lot of guests too on the show and it's tough because I know I've been here too. It's like, you want to know at the beginning because mm-hmm. you don't want to like waste your time necessarily. And it's sometimes hard though for people to grasp what it is they really want. Yeah. Because I think because there's so many options, people are just trying to understand themselves. We've seen people, and maybe this is a trend too, of like zigzagging, going full circle. For sure. Like we've seen people that are like, fuck man, I'm going to become a lesbian to actually I realize that men are for me. So, (laughs) and that's fine. Like I think sometimes you just Mm -hmm. have to go through that cycle to learn, but it's hard for the people along the way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the people that you're bringing on. Yes, I call them roadkill because they're part of the experiment, but it's 
all based on what your intentions are. If you have the best of intentions, that is okay. You get a pass.、Yeah. If your intentions to like cross people off a list, that's terrible. But I think the other trend, though, because of this anything goes mentality, is just to stay open. Because、yeah. even if you're monogamous with someone, they may change、right. their mind. No idea. They may be into like a sexual kink that they were never into when you got together.、Mm-hmm. They may have fluid sexuality. You don't really know, and no one knows. Like you、yep. said, it's not. Bad intention. It's not like someone pulling one over you. It's them figuring themselves out. Also, foreshadowed to one of our upcoming episodes coming out in a marriage. Oh yes, because <laughs> <laughs> you never know what could happen. It's true. If you're going to be with someone for a long time, they're going to change. You're going to change, and it's okay to evolve together. But you can't get stuck in the past. I can't、right? wait for that episode to come out. It's going to be a good、fun. one. I think the one thing that I can say, I started thinking without an end goal in mind,、mm. and that's what I was open to. Because in like my dating profiles back in the day. Was always like looking for this end goal. Really, is to find someone that you jive with and enjoy、right. each other's time. Right. Like I don't think about like you must be on this timeline to be with me. The part that's tricky is because we're getting to an age where like children are definitely in the cards.、Mm-hmm. And I think for me, like I'm unsure myself. So when someone tells me that they're either unsure or they don't want kids,、mm. then it's not something that I'm like, oh, it's a deal breaker.、Mm. When I found myself dealing with. This year was in a relationship. The guy I was with did not want kids, and、right. it kind of like actually closed the door. And I found myself kind of not wanting to close the door, wanting something that's a little more open to where life might go. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where my current view is. I'm not like I need to have kids tomorrow, but I don't want someone that necessarily closes the door either. What if you met someone who said must have kids? Oof. Yeah. Would that I be mean, the same? It's tough because I'm trying not to like close doors, but it's also like. If they are like dying and I'm unsure, then I wouldn't necessarily want to go there either. Isn't that interesting? That like you would have almost the same response. You just basically want someone to be open to it. Yeah, but not like I ha- absolutely have exactly. To have kids. Which is another good point too. Where things are going is like years ago, it was like so kind of unforeseen、yeah. too. If a woman like didn't want to have kids, and I feel like I'm hearing more and more women that are just like. I like my lifestyle,、mm-hmm. and like I'm just not sure. On the flip side, I've had a lot of friends, and we've heard from people too that we're not sure. And then they had kids, and they felt like this was what they were meant to do.、Mm. So I think sometimes it goes back to like you just don't know until you know, and life changes all the time. Like you might not be in the place to have kids, but I guess to the flip side is like maybe if I met that guy that really wanted to have kids, and we just like fell hardcore in love, and then maybe I could envision myself with it. Yeah, I, well, I think it goes back into the open mentality. And I met a guy who was in a marriage for seven years, where both of them married each other because they didn't want kids. And then at the seventh year mark, she said she wanted kids,、right. and that's when they got a divorce. So you don't know, like、right. you could establish this in the beginning, but you still have no control of the Ex- future. Exactly,、holds. and people just change. People change, and you will change too. Yeah, and I think that's like a good tie-in to this whole like just shift of what people are looking for, and、mm. it's like. I don't know. I've just like experienced like people I would have never thought in a thousand years that were like into a polyamorous lifestyle. And like talking、mm. to a friend of mine, he was married for twenty years and、yeah. he's still married. And what it taught me was like right now I might be looking for something more monogamous, but I haven't been married to someone for twenty years. Right. Maybe in twenty years I'll have a totally different view. Maybe the trend here is just having this like always learning, always like open、mm. type of mindset. Even if you are married, yeah, evol- like open to evolving. 
Yes. As a couple. What about gender roles? Let's take a break from this episode and focus on what the new year brings. This is a time to think about your priorities. So may I suggest putting your mental health at the top of your list? BetterHelp is a service I use to connect with a professional counselor on a regular basis to do a mental health check-in. Sometimes we talk about pretty deep stuff. Other times, I just like updating someone on what's going on in my life. I am so grateful I found BetterHelp, where I can get online counseling with professional, credible, and compassionate therapists in a safe and private online environment. With over 3,000 U.S. licensed professionals across 50 states, you're sure to find the right one for you and at a very affordable price. Now for Dateable listeners only, you get 10% off your first month with the code Dateable. Get started today by going to betterhelp.com Dateable to simply fill out a questionnaire to assess your needs, and then you'll be matched with a counselor. Again, that's betterhelp.com Dateable and use the code D-A-T-E A-B-L-E for 10% off your first month. Now back to the show. What about gender roles? What's the state of gender roles at the end of 2019? Well, I think Me Too Mm -hmm. really came to like, what was it, 2017, 2018? And then I think what we experienced in 2019 was the fallout. Of course, like there are some men that contributed to Me Too, like Harvey Weinstein. No one is going to debate that like he did something that was good, right? Mm -hmm. Like that is like across the board, like the real sexual harassment claims or sexual assault, like all of that, like that's no joke. Mm -hmm. But I think what came out of that, which might have been a negative consequence, is that people got very sensitive to everything. Oh my God. And I'm not, again, not saying like people that actually experience these types of situations. I'm glad B2 came to be and I'm glad that people had an opportunity to voice. But I think what we're seeing now is kind of like the downside of it. For example, the workplace used to be a great way to meet a partner. Mm -hmm. You had a lot of shared interests. You had similar upbringing, different, like similar socioeconomic background, like a lot of stuff. And now people will not touch workplace romance with like a 10 foot pole. No. Because you don't want to be a reporter to HR. Right. The stakes are way too freaking high now. And I think it's a little unfortunate that like it's gotten to that level. We hear men saying that they don't want to go in for the kiss. They don't want to like take control in any way because Mm -hmm. of consent culture. And again, not saying consent culture is bad. Like that is great for all those situations that need it. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like I would go on a limb to say the women that are for consent culture also do want someone that will take control when it's not in a way that's going to hurt them, right? And do you feel like, I almost feel like there's a little shaming of people who aren't pro-women in certain circumstances. Eliza Scherzinger's latest comedy special, right? Where she's kind of like, if you don't root for the one woman in the room, apparently you're a bad person. Right. Even if that woman may not be the best person for the position or the best person, you still have to root for women because they're women. So I think what's going to happen in 2020 is that men are going to have to speak up. They're going to have to define what masculinity is. They're going to have to tell us what good masculinity is, what manhood is about. And I see this trend already where some of my guy friends are going to all men's retreats. They're going to all men's gatherings. Um, Our friend Larry does like boys night all the yeah. time like meeting of the minds with just men I think men need to get together and come together as a whole and say this is how we want to reclaim our masculinity yeah. and respect from everybody else and I feel like we've 
definitely have started to see that in 2019. Mm-hmm. We had like a lot, a few really strong male voices. Like we had Mark Green from the Good Men Project. That was fantastic. And he was like on a whole panel by Perry's and Bonobos. And there was a lot of like really like strong-willed men on there talking about the future of masculinity and how for so long men had to like fall into this one alpha stereotype. Mm-hmm. And then that also leads to a lot of shame if you don't fall into that. Yeah. And I think what they're trying to do, and I think this is great, is make like the many ways of being a man accessible for men today. And what it means to be a man. Exactly. Cool. Any other trends that we saw in 2019? I mean, I think the one thing that also sticks out to me, and this kind of goes to economics a bit and just being ready. We talked to Helen Fisher that we had an episode with her and there was this a lot around slow love. Yeah. And it's like people this day and age are not trying to rush into anything. Like they're trying to find the right partner because of the fallout of divorce rates and all of that. But also they want to like make sure that they have their own house in order. Mm. And that doesn't necessarily mean just financially. It can be emotionally. It can be whatever it may be and we had also um jenna birch from the love gap which was a very Mm. popular episode for us and she talked about just like how kind of back in the day there was this mentality of like if he's not like pushing for you now he's just not that into you Mm. and she was saying like that is not like millennial at all and she was saying that like people will come back when they feel like it's the right time yeah and just because like again obviously don't bark off the wrong tree if someone's really not interested in you But, like, the timing isn't right. Like, it might not be that they aren't interested. It could be more that's going on. Don't you think also, because I feel like everyone has what I call, like, a dating cemetery on their phones (laughs) of, like, all the matches that you miss and all the messages you miss, that in 2020, maybe people will start revisiting these and say, who was the person I didn't really give a chance? Maybe they could have been a good match. I've definitely done that. (laughs) Like, when my, like, dating, like, I'm not getting, like, matches that I like or not matches in general. I'm like, who are all these people? that I just like either message me and I didn't reply to or we both just never messaged each other. It's, I love it. The dating cemetery. That's so great. We've also had a few of those guests like that. Mm -hmm. Remember Val who met her now husband on Match.com. They never ended up meeting until they ran into each other at a concert. I mean, it's all about timing timing with a lot of these dating apps. So I do think people will start revisiting Yeah, for sure. And then we have like the eight-year friends with benefits story that like it took Julie and Andrew, some of our past guests, eight years basically. They went through like friends to super casual to Mm. committed like things just don't always flow linearly anymore right i think like before it was like if it's not progressing in a straight line and you kill them right (laughs) (laughs) not literally (laughs) but now it's like there's just a lot more zigzags yeah, that's very true. It's like revisiting the pipeline. Is yeah. n- it's a it's a thing. It's an for opportunity sure. for you to rethink like what what it is you were actually looking for. I think the other trend that's super interesting is like maybe this kind of goes to what we were talking about at the very beginning of like people being like more intentional of their time. Mm. I feel like people are not afraid to get into like the deep stuff early anymore. No taboo topics. No, like once upon a time, it was like, don't ever talk about religion. Don't ever talk about politics. Don't ever talk about your ex. And I've definitely found myself on dates, like talking about past relationships, viewpoints. And like, I think those are the best dates Mm -hmm. when you're just doing like the date review and like having the date talk that doesn't tell you anything about this person. Like it's easy to forget them. 
Yeah. And then you can just crush it and think you had a really good conversation, except you just had the same conversation they had with a thousand other people. Right. Exactly. So it's okay to get deep real fast. I think another prediction I would have is you read all these reports about millennials and Gen Zers who don't want to own anything. They don't mm. want to own houses. They don't want to have possessions of anything. I think that could apply to dating as well. Okay. No more like possession of people. So then we're getting rid of labels. I think mm. maybe 2020 is a little early for that. But I think we're going to start to see like people saying that's like no longer using boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband. It's more like my partner, my partner, like a lot yep. of partner, partner stuff. A coworker of mine whose nephew is like four or five, he's already like this. He's like, meet my friend who's a girl, like my friend who's a girl, but he's like, quote unquote, dating all of them. <laughs> but there's no, he's four. He's four. Yeah. He <laughs> is. He's a Mac daddy, but he <laughs> no longer possesses them because he shares them with everybody yep. else too. I think it, it, we are getting to a point where it's like no longer you belong to me. I belong to you. I, I think we're going to start seeing people not changing their names mm-hmm. after marriage. Oh yeah. And then it's just an open forum for you to just like connect with people. Yeah. I think that's a really good point about the no labels also, because that also applies to gender mm. identity. Like we're seeing that in kindergarten and young ages, people are not identifying by the sex. Yeah, no more pronouns. Right. I think the future is pansexual. Yeah. Looking at someone as a person. Yeah. Not having like gender, gender identity or sex be part of the equation. That could be a tagline for 2020. The future is pansexual. (laughs) Last year was the future is female. This year is the future is pansexual. Coined on dateable first. The future is pansexual. (laughs) You walk walk into a party and anything goes. (laughs) I don't know. I don't, it might not be 2020, but yeah. I feel like it's happening. I think it's definitely happening. I agree. I think 2020 will see the start of that. I feel like the more men I, I've met so many men recently that are definitely Ooh. more on like the pan yes. like side. And I don't know if it's because it's just becoming more acceptable or like, again, back to this, there isn't just one way to be a man mm-hmm. or maybe they're just coming from more liberal backgrounds. I don't know what it is, but I know I've seen it a bit more. We've talked to a lot more people that mm-hmm. they identify that way. So I think it's coming. I think so too. Any other predictions for 2020? What about dating apps? Because I feel like <sighs> VR was all the freaking rage. <laughs> well, technology, right. And it just died. Yeah, technology. Like VR apps was supposed to be the next wave. You weren't supposed to meet in real life. That was supposed to be the first date. And that totally bombed, which the, I'm glad about, to be honest. The thing is, we <laughs> haven't even gotten to a place where we can make video apps mainstream. Yeah. How can we make VR mainstream? Right. I think maybe 2020 is a year for video. I don't know. Something where you yeah. get to chat face-to-face before meeting IRL. So I haven't done this yet, but apparently on the league, they uh-huh. do like a video chat like speed date now. Cool. But apparently, if you don't like someone after like two seconds, you could just next them. That is so MTV of them. No, I was like, <laughs> things are like totally coming back. Next. I was talking to someone that did it and he was like, yeah, like all of a sudden they'll just be gone. Or you'll just like, because you have like limited time with each person. So if you're not feeling it, you're just like, move on. I got to get through this. That takes rejection to a whole new level. I'd rather just someone not swipe on me than to like, literally brush my face away <laughs> like x on that face it's like actually real life swiping real you just never saw before life. that is really sad i don't think i have enough confidence <laughs> we to had do that. one episode i think it was logan actually uh, science of dating remember we talked about how people don't see who doesn't swipe on them yeah. so they have an inflated ego 
Yeah, so maybe that was a really good point. So maybe seeing everyone that's swiping left on you. Oh, my God. And then you would just go into your room and cry. <laughs> maybe it's going to, like, level the playing field. Because I feel like mm. my personal opinion of one of the challenges of dating with dating apps is that everyone, they want someone that's, like, slightly better than what they're bringing to the table. Mm. And it's, like, a perpetual cycle because everyone's trying to, like, leg up slightly. Mm. And I think it's because they see all these options. And maybe some of them will swipe on them and that's, like, an extra extra like boost of confidence but even if they don't mm. they feel like that they're there smiling at them looking at them so maybe this yeah. will bring everyone back down to reality let's hold that thought for a second we'll get right back to it this episode is sponsored by via we all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom but did you know a little thc could also do that yes via has developed a unique blend of pleasure enhancing cannabinoids libido strengthening herbs and a low dose of thc all into one mind-blowing gummy called high love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the high love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of a award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at viahemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Viahemp. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. Wait, wow. what? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so... Okay, so we're talking about like how dating apps can really mimic real life dating, right? Currently, you just see everyone as their individual profile yeah. and then you swipe through them and you see the next one. What if in 2020, dating apps start putting people in groups? Hey, let's pause from this episode for our sponsor, Lola, a female founded feminine care brand offering high quality period and sexual wellness products all made with natural ingredients. Lola's tampons, pads, liners, and cleansing wipes are all made with 100% organic 
cotton. No toxins, dyes, or synthetic fibers. I personally love that Lola makes it easier than ever to tailor my subscription to perfectly fit my needs. I can choose from an assortment of Lola's gynecologist-approved period products that are hypoallergenic, and I have the freedom to select my delivery frequency, such as choosing between, let's say, every four weeks to every eight weeks. It's also super easy to modify my order, skip a month, or cancel my subscription at any time. Get started with a trial set. You have two kinds to choose from, with each one featuring a mixed assortment of period products for just $5. And just for being a Dateable listener, you can get 30% off your $5 trial set today. Visit mylola.com and enter the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E 30 to redeem your offer. Again, that's 30% off a $5 trial set with the code Dateable 30 by visiting mylola.com. Now let's get back to the show. What if in 2020, dating apps start putting people in groups? Like you see five people together, five profiles together, and then you have to pick one. Some of them have done that. I think Tinder Tinder has something like that, that it'll give you an opportunity to super like, and they'll put a bunch of them together. Oh, I've seen that. Okay, so I've seen that. But what if it's just like randomized five people on video? Okay. So it's kind of like you're walking into a bar. Oh, that'd be cool. So you're just like, you're not just interacting with one person. No. Everyone's interacting. And then you can like check out how people vibe with each other. Vibe with each other. And then you have to make a choice. But it's like The Bachelor, basically. <laughs> so the future. <laughs> of dating is the bachelor it's a bachelor but i do think people need context and they need to compare yeah just choosing just I, sometimes i look at one profile and i cannot make a decision because no. i have no idea but relative to other people in the room i think i could and i love this concept of video because it shows like the way your mannerisms the way you engage the mm-hmm. way you laugh but there's something about video right now that's so fucking awkward it's so awkward that anyone's gonna look weird like even when in real life you're probably natural so like i don't know what the solution is because if we did we'd probably be billionaires but like right how do you get to a point where you're capturing someone on video but it's in a way that doesn't feel so forced but julie i think sometimes i do think you and i maybe a little older for for what's about to come because a lot of my younger friends in their like early 20s only facetime they don't even call each other anymore. Yeah. So I feel like they're more used to seeing each other on video in whatever fucked up angle it may be. I think it's just, yeah, maybe it's just maybe, our generation maybe. that's weird about video. But there's also something about FaceTiming like your friends and family versus like, like someone you don't know. Because I even think like, like we're old school, we'll do phone calls. So yeah. Even that's tough. Like I, I like it foundationally. Like yeah. I get it, but it's really, it's, awkward. it's setting up for awkwardness. It's, it's super really awkward. tough. I agree. I don't know. If someone can crack the code on that, they yeah. would be billionaires. It's probably not going to be VR, though. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be VR. And we're just not there yet. I'm so to... glad. That would have been so sad if we just all became avatars. Or just, you know, maybe we'd be happy, lonely people. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine if we're all just in our room sitting with those goggles on? Like, it would be so depressing. Just watch Black Mirror. That's yeah. basically what that is. So but I'm glad that trend died. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe, in, maybe this year we'll pick back up. <laughs> but who knows? But I think in 2020, people will try to find technology that works in their favor for mm-hmm. dating as opposed to in the past. It's just 
gathering matches and likes. Yeah. Like with Instagram hiding likes now, I also think this numbers game is dying. I like Nobody it. Nobody cares about that anymore. But if you can crack this mystery of like, how do we get people to do more mindful dating online, then that would be the app that people will go to. Yeah. What else is there? Because I feel like Gen Z, there's a lot of interesting trends there. Yeah. And I'm wondering if those will seep into millennials at all. Mm, the Gen Zers, they are they are fascinating. They're not having sex. They believe in love. They believe in <laughs> courtship. They're basically our grandparents, just reincarnated <laughs> as younger people. They like to stay home. They believe in spending time with their family and friends. They're very old fashioned in some ways, yeah. which is fantastic. Yet they've all grown up with screens. I don't think anybody has. Gen Zers are the ones, the first generation to be born into like the internet and yeah. the smart. Smartphone fad. And you know, I guess it's not fad. It's as, a trend. <laughs> it's here to stay. It's here to stay. You know, though, as babies too, they were the ones that were put in front of iPads because yeah. now I feel like um, like our friends with kids are not doing that consciously. Mm. I think, but before it wasn't like seen as a bad thing because it was also new. Yeah. So they really have been with like screens. with technology. Yeah. So it's a kind of reverse of us because we grew up with only faces and no screens. <laughs> so when screens came into our lives, it was fast for us. So mm-hmm. maybe it'll be the opposite for them. I kind of see that. The way they're talking, like, we have another spoiler alert. We have a Gen Zer that we're talking <laughs> to. And I think there was a big push to not be on phones and yeah. do online dating as much, meet in real life more, like, do all of that traditional aspect. I think for Gen Zers, they're, like, cool if they're not on Instagram. Yeah. Right? Like, they're already not on Facebook, and it's like, oh, yeah, what? Facebook is... You don't have an Instagram account? You're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the future is only dogs have Instagram accounts. I love it. Okay, so also along the lines of technology, I do think there'll be more apps and um, devices that aren't dating focused that people mm. will use for dating. For example, that. people have used Instagram for dating, although it's not a dating thing, Snapchat as well. So maybe there's an app that's like for cooking and yeah. then people will start meeting on there. I mean, Facebook is, I mean, they've explicitly done dating, but mm-hmm. obviously not a platform that's traditionally dating. Nope. And I think it's really fascinating. I think the verdict is out. Um, right now, it feels very much like a Tinder yeah. or Bumble. I haven't heard anything about it. But one of the things, it feels like people just aren't engaging that much. No. Like, I'll get matches, but they, like, don't really talk. Or I don't feel compelled to talk to them. Like, it just, mm. I don't know what it is. Maybe because it's mixed in with everything else on Facebook. I'm not exactly sure. But I think mm. part of where they're going that I actually think is much more valuable if they can crack it. And they've started to do it. I'm just not seeing enough matches. Is showing people that go to the same events that you do oh and show people in the same groups as you and all of that obviously facebook has the mass quantities of people which is helping Mm. if they can niche it down that way to like similar interests and use like data that way and like combine that with like effects of like where they live and types of qualities that you're looking for like the Mm. filters you have i think there's definitely something interesting there what if facebook can facilitate you through a relationship so for example right now dating apps only take you through the beginning of a relationship they'll find Mm -hmm. you a match and then they drop you into the black hole and then you're like (laughs) what do i do now what if there was an app like 
Facebook could totally do this where they're kind of like, okay, you guys match. Did you go on a date? And then you talk about your date, right? Mm-hmm. You give feedback. It like facilitates yeah. feedback. Hinge asks for that now. Okay. But they don't do it in a way that's going to like help facilitate the relationship. It's more just feedback to give future people to you, like different matches. But Got they do it. ask if you met. Okay. If you like them. Those so they types took the Amazon model. Did you yeah. receive the product? And <laughs> what you think I'm not of positive the if they ask if you like them or not. But <laughs> I think they say like, is this a type of person you'd want to see Got again? It. Okay. So it's definitely the Amazon model. It's not shepherding you through the process though. It would be cool if it could tell that you guys have gone on a few dates and it'll suggest date ideas and it'll say maybe the next step is this and it'll like kind of push you along. Or give you events. Give you, yes, give you events to go to. And then when they do like the one year review, maybe your pictures will come up. So then like memories start (laughs) People don't forget their anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, Facebook keeps giving me pictures of my ex-boyfriend. It's like, oh, five years ago. They need to perfect their algorithm. I've definitely had that happen before. It's like, did you remember to invite this person to the event? I'm like, no, no. I I purposely left them off. Yeah, that's a person I do not want in my life. Thank you very much. And you know, they're getting the same thing so oh, it's yeah. like double awkwardness yeah. yeah but so they're the whole shepherding idea if you can mm. say like i broke up with this person yeah like, and then they don't show me them they anymore. kill them on facebook <laughs> i really like the kill idea just get rid of them they'll unfollow them for you you yeah. don't have to do it yourself that's great that's fantastic or they hide their stories from you right on purpose right that's fantastic i would love something like that just like take care of all that for me so i don't have to think about okay, it facebook you always like I don't know. Like a gazillion dollars. Yeah. This is like a huge Julie, this fee. is huge. This is huge. <laughs> Every other app drops you off at the drop-off zone, which yeah. is like, you've matched. Now it's, what do you do? What do you do from here? Facilitate some conversation I, between us. I think the other thing, if someone could crack this, it would be awesome. Like all the personality tests, all of like mm, the right. different things that are out there. Like Logan brought this up on her episodes. We have the presets we have right now on apps of like height and where you, your occupation, because mm-hmm. that's all the data they have they don't know if you're like a funny person or like extroverted or introverted it would be amazing if there was a way to somehow get the qualities that actually really freaking matter like how do you know that before you meet them yeah seriously how would you know that (laughs) (laughs) yeah if they can integrate all of that you have to take all these quizzes well i guess like eHarmony kind of did that they had a bunch of questions but yeah there's a way to integrate that and like curate for you yeah that'd be amazing that would make more sense yeah i like that cool i think we um are going to be billionaires in 2020 i think that's another trend that we have going for us so you guys are welcome for you know for us telling you all of our ideas damn it so now someone just has to execute damn them. it julie we just sold everyone our ideas <laughs> execution Shit. is always the hardest part fine give us credit finders be uh, i think that's that pretty much wraps up yeah. what we think is going to happen in 2020 we're on it guys we're like out there finding out what's really happening we're asking these questions to daters who are doing it. They're like on it. And Julie's also on it. So we are at the, we're on the pulse. Is that what it is? We're on the pulse. We're on the pulse of dating. We're not at the pulse. We're on it. We're on the pulse of dating and we can't wait to report back even more trends yeah. for y'all. So if people have their own ideas for mm. trends, definitely write us in because I'm sure we did not hit it all. Mm-hmm. Even though we did, it was a pretty good conversation, pretty robust yeah. list. But yeah, if people have ideas, especially the future, we yes. definitely want to hear from you. And then you'll win a prize if it does come true. Yeah. 
yeah. December of 2020. And if you're enjoying Dateable, I think the one thing that'd be amazing is if you tell a friend about Dateable. Ooh, hello friend. Have you heard of Dateable? <laughs> they made all these predictions about 2020 that are gonna come true. Yeah, this is a good episode to share to get it them is. in. Yeah, well guys, we love it when you support us and we love it when you support us with the people in your lives too. So share, comment, engage with us. Also just rate us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. That would be helpful. That'd be well. super helpful. Yeah. So cool. That's enough ask for one episode. <laughs> we'll ask for more in the next one. Happy New Year, everyone. And I can't wait to kick off season 10. Yeah. On that note, we're going to wrap this up. Stay, Stay dateable. Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at Dateable Podcast. Tag us in any post with the hashtag Stay Dateable. And trust us, we look at all of those posts. Then head over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching service with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We're also downloadable for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher Radio, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review. And most importantly, remember, Remember to stay dateable.